0: As some of you may already know, the U.S. population is growing older and the number of retirees is increasing. To back up that point, since 2011, on average, 10,000 baby boomers have been turning age 65 every day and will continue to do so through 2029. In its most recent survey of those ages 18 and older, nonprofit Transamerica Institute found that almost one in four individuals are now fully retired. Joining me today on Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth, is Katherine Collinson, founding CEO and president of nonprofit TransAmerica Institute and its TransAmerica Center for Retirement Studies, to share her team's survey on life in retirement, pre retiree expectations, and retiree realities. On this second part of a three part series, we'll be discussing and learning from the experience of retirees. However, before we get started, a reminder that we'd love to hear from you and learn what topics you'd like us to cover or just to give us feedback on today's show. To that end, please drop either Catherine or me a line at infotransamericainstitute.org. At well, Catherine, with so many people nearing retirement, what can we learn from those who've already retired?
1: Al, there is so much we can learn from retirees, and I'd like to focus our conversation on three main areas, life in retirement, when and how retirement happened, and their insights for future generations of retirees. I do want to note that in our survey, the retirees are still strong and healthy enough uh, to be taking surveys. Uh, One of the things when we survey older populations, there is an age at which they can no longer take surveys. So these retirees are healthy enough to be participating in
0: taking surveys. Survey says, okay, well, I like the way you think. So tell me, how are retirees faring in retirement? Are they content? Are they happy? What's, What's happening here?
1: In short, retirees are doing great. Almost 9 in 10 say they're happy, enjoying life, and have close relationships with family and friends. More than 4 in 10 say their happiness and enjoyment of life has improved since they retired. I'll add that retirees are keeping busy. They're spending more time with family and friends, traveling, pursuing hobbies. Some are taking care of grandchildren or doing volunteer
0: work. That's great to hear, Catherine. Admittedly, I'm living my best life in retirement, having become part of the ClearPath team as well as enjoying travel around the country and abroad and making and reconnecting with friends and family, especially with her first grandchild, Finn. So trust me, I couldn't be more grateful. That said, among some of my friends and former colleagues, for that matter, I know they've found the transition into retirement to be, well, less seamless and more than a bit jarring.
1: Al, it can be a jolt. That's why I'd like to talk about when and how retirement happens. Most retirees in the survey did not work until the traditional retirement age of 65. The median age they retired was just 62, and it was not because they won the lottery or could quit their day jobs. Our survey found that almost 6 in 10 retirees retired sooner than planned, and it appears their transition may have been difficult. Most cited either personal health or employment-related issues as their reasons for retiring early. Very few did so due to financial ability.
0: Exactly. And as a matter of fact, on our first episode in the three-part series, we talked about pre-retiree expectations versus retiree realities, touching on this very point. So then, given what's at stake, I'd like to amplify this issue regarding what we can learn from the experience of retirees as well as what those currently in the workforce can do to address this risk.
1: Clearly, the experience of retirees illustrates the imperative that we protect our health and do everything we can to help ensure our continued employment. And that includes keeping our job skills up to date, uh, learning new skills, staying on top of the job market, and networking. The survey findings also underscore the importance of having contingency plans if retirement happens unexpectedly.
0: Agreed. Retirement definitely presents some major financial considerations and potential consequences. And for those retiring sooner than planned, it seems those issues could really intensify, right?
1: Al, you're right. Retirees are living on a fixed income, and many are afraid of running out of savings. And based on their current level of savings, their fear may be well-founded. Excluding home equity, the total household retirement savings among retirees is $73,000. That's the estimated median in total household retirement savings. More than half of all retirees indicate that Social Security will be their primary source of income throughout their retirement. And among those currently receiving Social Security benefits, the median age they started is 63. 31% started receiving benefits at age 62, which is the earliest age possible for Social Security retirement benefits, albeit at a 20 to 30% reduced monthly benefit, depending on their year of birth and the age that they would have been eligible to receive full benefits. Only 4% of retirees waited until age 70 to receive benefits, which is the maximum age and brings increased benefits. In reality, claiming Social Security early may have been out of necessity for them. However, in my conversations with retirees over the years, many were unaware that there are claiming strategies that could optimize and maximize their benefits, which is another lesson that we can learn from the experience of
0: retirees. Well, look then, now that they are retired, what can retirees do to improve their financial situation?
1: Al, I'm going to leave you and our listeners with three recommendations. My first recommendation is to create a well-developed financial plan. Fewer than one in five retirees have a financial strategy in the form of a written plan. Just because you're retired doesn't get you off the hook for retirement planning, and having a plan can help you set goals, priorities, and identify areas of vulnerability. My second recommendation is to plan for the possible need for long-term care. Only 14% of retirees are very confident in their ability to afford long-term care, and When asked if they might need long-term care, almost half said they plan to rely on family and friends, and three in 10 said they have no plans. And lastly, my third recommendation is set forth your wishes in writing. Only 51% of retirees have a last will and testament. Even fewer have set forth legal documents, such as financial or health powers of attorney, an advance directive, burial arrangements, or a trust.
0: Well, I really appreciate what you've just outlined for us here today, Catherine, because there are some challenging issues to address, but at the end of the day, it's much better to tackle them in advance versus waiting until a full-blown crisis hits. And oh, by the way, this kind of upfront planning can make a huge difference, not only in your life, but also the lives of your loved ones too. Now, Catherine, where can our listeners go to find your new survey report, Life and Retirement Pre-Retiree Expectations and Retiree Realities.
1: Please visit our website at transamericainstitute.org.
0: Easy enough. Well, Catherine, many thanks to you and your team for today's dedicated research and insights. And here's hoping everyone will join us for the other episodes in this three-part series on Pre-Retiree Expectations versus Retiree Realities. Our next and final episode of the series will be devoted to Getting Ready to Retire. Once again, if you've got ideas for future episodes, comments, or feedback, please share them by emailing Catherine or me at info at And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss upcoming episodes. Until the next time, I'm your host, Al Waller. Stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening. Clear Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth is brought to you by Transamerica Institute a nonprofit and private foundation dedicated to identifying, researching, and educating the public about retirement security and the intersections of health and financial well-being. You can find our weekly podcast on WYPR's website and mobile app, wherever you get your podcasts, and at transamericainstitute.org forward slash podcast. Pure Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth is produced by the Transamerica Institute with assistance from WYPR. The information provided here is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as insurance, securities, ERISA, tax, investment, legal, medical, or financial advice or guidance.